What's going on, y'all? So today I talked to a male cheerleader. He grew up playing sports like basketball and baseball, but then found his way into cheer. And he's now dedicating himself to becoming one of the top male cheerleaders. And I love talking with him. You can find him on YouTube under T-Y-H-I-N-E-S, Ty Hines. And on Instagram, you can find him at Lil underscore dash five. So welcome today's guest. Ty Hines. It's, it's my foundation. It's my faith. It's my work ethic. It's my drive. It's everything that I've tried to build for myself that has made me who I am. So let's start about, let's just start like your background, you know, like how, how you even got into cheer in the first place. Like, did you start with gymnastics uh, first? No, bro. It's it's a crazy story. It just like happened one day. Me and my homeboys literally just chilling, playing basketball, and they were like, "Yo, you trying to go to this gym and learn how to flip?" And I was like, "Why not?" <laughs> Walked in there, saw this girl that I had been texting for a long time and like never met her, and I was like, "Okay, I got to be here." So they were like, "You're good. Come back." I was like, "The girl's here. They think I'm good. I might as well come back." And then from then on, it's just like history, bro. Dag on. That's yeah. such a that's such a weird thing. Like you didn't think anything like, was weird about it or anything like that. Like do go, like guys don't do that or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. At first going into it, yeah, because I was one of those football and baseball players, like the whole jock guy that was like, you know, yeah. that's gay or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, once I really, really got into it and really did some studying on it, I started to notice that like. If you think about it, if people don't realize it, there's like way more straight boys in this than there is like gay guys or whatever. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's a pretty it's pretty intense sport. I mean, people think it's just like straight up easy stuff because it's a girl sport or whatever. But yeah. I mean, in all reality, it's just like it's a tough sport, man. Nah, man, I've seen it. Like I went to um. In my school, I think one year they they decided they wanted to compete, and they needed guys, so they had guys um going to help them. So I was like, oh wow, I I didn't know dudes could do this, you know. And then as I got older, I got to see um you know just recently when that what was it called when that cheer documentary came out about that community college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this is legit, man. Two of my good friends are actually, they just signed to that college and they're leaving this summer. One of them sitting right here, actually. Oh, wow. That's dope, yeah. man. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. But is so, talk a little bit about, is there like a stigma? Like, if do people automatically think you're gay if you cheer? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I even, like, there was a point where my stepdad was, like, going behind my back telling my family, like, he thought I was gay and I was going to be gay because I wanted to be a cheerleader. So, like, automatically, if, if they see a, a male in cheer, they're like, okay, he's gay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I went, um, so I uh, watched this podcast called uh, The Fighter and the Kid, and they have a dude on there, uh, he's like a co-host, his name is Chappelle Lacey, and he actually cheered at uh, Louisville. Oh, yeah, I have some friends that are going there, too. They're actually all in Daytona right now for national championship. Okay. Okay, so you, so what are you doing right now? Are you with a school or what? 
No, I'm right now. I'm just with the All Star program. Okay. And thinking about maybe next year going to uh, Trinity Valley uh, okay. school and but I don't know too sure. I'm not too sure yet. But you probably if you watched the cheer show with Navarro, you mm-hmm. probably seen a little bit about Valley. That's like their robbery. Yeah. Or <laughs> okay. So what what uh, with just, cheer? So with cheer, kind of like what's the end goal for you? My end goal is to one make history of like being one of the best straight militaries in the world. Okay. Two, someday open up my own place to help other guys see that like, this sport isn't just for females. It's a it's a great sport, mm-hmm. and this sport can benefit you a lot in the future. Like it helps you out a lot life-wise and people don't understand it like it really does yeah i mean it's just like any other sport man you see the discipline the discipline that it takes uh to one learn the choreography and then you also have to be in shape so it's a it's a different animal yeah for a fact and this is coming from somebody that i played football i played baseball i tried basketball and track and all that i and i was i was decent at those sports but Cheer is just like intense, dog, and I just love it. Man. That feel for us is just crazy. So how do you become the best male cheerleader? Like, what do you have to do? I just got to perform my ass off, man. Go out there and do what I do best to the best of my ability and just try to be better than the next one. So is it about... Doing the choreography better or doing the gymnastics better or having better gymnastics than other people or like what's it going to take? Well, I mean, I know for a fact there's the tumblers, there's tumblers in this world that are like beast bomb and hands up to them. And I'm a decent tumbler, but I don't think I'd ever be able to touch base with them. A lot of people on their tumbler. Mm-hmm. So mine is or on the choreography side. I want to I want to show everybody like straight males can do it. You don't have to be gay to perform. You don't have to be gay to do choreography. It's just it's a part of the, it's a part of the sport. Yeah, I mean, Not I even I even competed a little bit in uh, bodybuilding, and um, so you know when you go when you go on stage, you're nothing but like a speedo. You know what I mean? So I got that a little bit like, oh, that's gay, you know, because um, I'm oiled up and I'm showing off my muscles, and you know you got to do a posing routine at the end and stuff like that. Um, but definitely I have a respect for uh, male cheerleaders, man. And that's why I wanted to talk to somebody and I came across you and I was just like, Oh shit. Like I, I want to talk to this dude. Like I want to see what he's about. And like, you know, so what's like your everyday routine, like go through like your eating and your training and stuff like that. All right. So usually I try to have like, because, I mean, as you can see from my uh, Instagram profile, I'm starting to try to get in the bodybuilding, like, heavy. Okay. So, usually, try every day to get at least five meals in, mm-hmm. maybe maybe less if I can. And I try to get at least to, like, maybe 300 grams of protein, maybe 320 grams of protein in me. Uh, I try to go to the gym at least twice a day if I can, most definitely once. And then... The rest of it is just putting the cheer gym. Like, I'm literally at the cheer gym every day. Okay, so it's less, uh, like, weightlifting and stuff like that. Do you do a lot of that for cheer? 
not for cheer, but I do a lot of it just for myself. Okay. Like a lot of a lot of the straight guys in the chill world are all about being beefy because they want to be able to hold the girls up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we all just amongst ourselves and we'll put them together. Like like my team, we have this little group chat of all the guys. And we'll get together one day and be like, yo, y'all trying to go work out? We'll all just go to the gym and just get in a fat gym session. Yeah, that's cool, man. And uh, is there, do you follow like a bodybuilding workout or do you just like, uh, are you doing like explosive stuff? And I don't know, like what kind of stuff are you doing in the gym? Um, I used to have a personal trainer that was a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. So he did a lot of stuff. So I kind of play off of what he taught me. And I also, one of my favorite bodybuilders is Ronnie Coleman. Oh, yeah. And Arnold. So I watch them a lot. They go based off their workout. Mm-hmm. Kali Muscle and all them. So I just, I kind of yeah. work around yeah. and watch different bodybuilders and try to play it off that. To see which technique or which tactic will help me for my body, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's got to be tough to be training for bodybuilding because it's separate, it's so different than training for cheer. You know what I mean? Like, so have you found out that it's like slowed you down at all because you got to eat so much and you got to train heavier? Um, so a lot of that has to do with conditioning. What are you doing conditioning wise to keep yourself ready for cheer? Um, honestly, I used to do a lot of conditioning. I used to do a lot of running mm-hmm. and we do like different conditioning stuff and practices, but. I try to cut low on the conditioning because I, I'm already like a small guy. Mm-hmm. So the more condition I do, it, it just takes a lot of my weight away. Right. But at the same time, like you said, working out like that has slowed me down. Like in the past, I got like to, I was, I started off at like 120-ish, 130-ish. And then by the end of that year, I was at like 160. Mm-hmm. And my tumbling, like extremely downhill because I was not used to that weight mm-hmm. and I was heavy. So I couldn't really crank anything or pull anything. It was like, it was bad. But yeah. now I've got to kind of balance it out and keep myself where I need to be. That's good. Uh, so I see you're wearing like an active uh, faith shirt. So are you like a faithful guy? Yeah. I'm a big, big believer of Christ and faith. I'll put God first before anything. That's good, man. I'm the same, same here. Same with me. That's why I think it's, you know, I think it's cool when you come across someone else like that, you know, especially if you don't know them across like Instagram and uh, things of that nature, because especially the world we live in now, you know, it's just, it's, it's a wild thing. I was, I was excited when I seen that you hit me up. I was like, man, this is great (laughs) opportunity. And like you said, getting them talk to people that you don't really know and then you find mm-hmm. out stuff so like, like the fact that you work out like i i could tell that you were kind of slow but i was like i didn't know i didn't know you were like this deep in the working out and stuff like, oh yeah right. yeah i used to bodybuild and then um right now i used to be a personal trainer but i just kind of fell out of love with it and um but i still i am the strength and conditioning coach for an mma fighter she just had her per, her first uh professional fight and she won by submission so i think it's pretty cool to be a part of so that's why i still do it for her that's lit bro congrats to her too congrats to both of y'all for that yeah man appreciate it um so how so if your boys showed you like about cheer like when you first started out um 
Did you go to like uh like a gym or did someone tell you like hey you gotta do gymnastics or whatever? Like or were you like a cheerleader for like a basketball team or something? Nah, bro, I hated school cheer. I was like, there's yeah. no way anybody can get me to be a school cheer. I'm not all about the whole spirit thing. I just want to flip, throw girls around here and there, leave it at that. But um, I never was able to take gymnastics. And honestly, the crazy thing is I taught myself all my skills up until like 2020. And then I started actually having coaching to help me do it. But everything else is basically self-talk. So I just, I walked in the gym. I'd come go in on my own time, watch uh, YouTube videos of different famous uh, tumblers and stuff and just play it by that and teach myself. Wow. You got a lot of coaches like trying to come after you, like to try and take you on as a client and stuff. I mean, not probably not as much as people would think, but I do get coaches here and there a lot. Like, that are hit me up like, yo, if you're cheering, they should come to my gym. Or like, I have a few schools here and there that'll DM me and be like, we'd love to have you at our program or at our school. We'd love you to try out, stuff like that. But I've never, I just kind of, like, I like that stuff and I appreciate that stuff, but I'm the type of guy, I'm just, I'm going to go with how it goes. If I'm at a gym, I'm going to stay there as long as I can. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do, you know, wherever, wherever the best uh, opportunity is going to take you, you know. But, um, so what do you, so what do you think about that documentary cheer? Oh, I loved it. Honestly, I mean, I feel like stuff in there that people see and they're like, eh, that kind of throws my perception of cheer off. But other than that, it's, it's a great show because it, uh, it, it gets to show everybody what cheerleaders go through and mm-hmm. like what we put ourselves through to be the best that we can be. And it's not something easy because like, like, like I said at the beginning, a lot of people see straight males in here and they think automatically it's gay. And they're like, Oh, this is easy. It's just chilly. And all you're doing is da 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 da. But that show showed everybody is not what they thought it was. That's why I'm in love with this show because it just helps me out. I feel like, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad they did that too, because you see like last chance you and you see how tough the coaches were and you see all the stuff they went through, you know what I mean? And you're like, Oh, that's football. Like that's, I expect that. But then you see the cheer one and you're just like, what? They do that same thing. You know what I mean? You would never expect that. So I think that was one of the coolest things to see. Um, and that's why I think, uh, cause I was, I'm going to be honest. I used to say that cheerleading isn't a sport. But then I found out, yeah. But then I found out about competition cheerleading, and that's a different animal than just like high school like sport cheerleading. Yeah, whole different animal. I'm talking about that. It's crazy. I used to be the same exact way though. Like I, I was running around school like, you know, she's not sport. Y'all don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all just hollering. And then, like you said, I found out about competitive cheer, all star cheer, and I was, I was like, all right. You might be on to something now. Do you have any like uh, cheer people that you look up to, or anyone that you want to be like, or anything like that, or like go after? Oh uh, yeah, there's a few. Um, I started off watching uh, Jack Payne on YouTube. He started at ACX Jags in uh, South Carolina, where it was 
my first ever like big all-star gym, they brought me in. I started off watching him and I've, I've kind of got to know him a little bit. Another one is his brother, brother Bailey Payne. He's a big, uh, he's a big guy in the chicken world more so. Um, Aaron Craven, start off watching him. It's crazy. Me and him are like this now, so it's crazy to me because I start off watching him on YouTube. But those guys, and another one of my uh, close friends who's actually going to Navarro that I really, really look up to because their tumble is just freaking amazing is his name Stone. We call him Stone. Mm-hmm. Well, his name is Robert, but we call him. And if I could ever get my tumble into where he is, is bro, I'd love it. It's crazy. So is that? Would you say that's your weakness? Is your tumbling? Um, sometimes, and simply only because I mean, my tumbling used to be my strongest thing until um back in 2015, right when I started cheering, I got into an ATV accident and I snapped my leg in half. Mm. So I have a rock, three screws in my right leg, and then about a year ago, I dislocated my left elbow tumbling. So it's like now tumbling's getting to my weaker thing because it's hard for me to push myself through that when I'm going through all that pain, you know? Yeah. So for people that don't know um, anything about cheer or gymnastics, explain a little bit about what tumbling actually is. Like, what's it consist of? I mean, um, it can, uh, I mean, it can consist of a lot. I mean, and honestly, the gymnastics, a lot of people don't know that, don't know, but Gymnastics tumbling and cheer tumbling is pretty much two different things. Oh. I mean, different ways. It's, I mean, gymnastics is all about technique, technique, technique. That's why everything's so pretty and like floating and all that. And I mean, cheer teaches technique too, but at the same time, they're not as aggressive about technique. They're more on just like let's get the skill, you know. Mm-hmm. And but in gymnastics, you can throw like double backs and triple fours and all kind of crazy stuff like full in back outs and stuff like that. But in the cheer world, you're only allowed to throw up to a double. Mm. And that's two. Things. So it's just like, it's, it's two different things. What's kind of like the craziest experience that you had to go through, um, like doing cheer and competition and stuff. My craziest experience. Man. I don't know, man. It's, I've I've had some. Uh, you mean like fun, crazy, or like I don't know, like some wild, like uh, I don't know, like someone got hurt during a competition last minute, and you had to change something up, and then you came through, um, or just any type of fun that you had at competition, like the most fun competition you've been to. Oh, um, I mean. Well, I, I wonder, uh, uh, one crazy story is the year after I first started, uh, right after I walked off the floor, I wasn't too good in shape. Right after I walked off the floor, I collapsed. I like passed out. And that was like the scariest thing for me because it had never, ever happened to me. I, you know, I'm playing football and baseball and I can run around all day with all this equipment and stuff on. I've never passed out. And I get to a cheer competition and then my first day, I walk off the floor and pass out. So that was like a, a crazy experience. Mm. Pretty crazy. Kind of scary though. More than okay, so you passed out because you weren't in shape. Badly out of shape. Mm. So, what was your thought process after that? Um, get off your ass and get right. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to get up and get right. Got to get in the gym. 
Got to get your stamina back right. Got to be the best athlete. That's what I told myself. Yeah, man. So you said uh, your one of your, one of your favorite bodybuilders is Ronnie Coleman. Um, I don't know if you like do you watch a lot of bodybuilding stuff, like uh, or just the training. Um, I mean, I watch like the body bodybuilding YouTube videos like almost every other day. Like I've been watching like Kali Muscle a lot lately. And I watch a lot of Ronnie Coleman's old like motivational videos mm-hmm. and like just old videos. But yeah, I do that just probably like every day or every other day. I stay on YouTube. I don't do movies or Netflix or nothing like that. I'm just a YouTube guy. Oh dude, I'm the same way. Yeah. But uh no, I grew like when I got into bodybuilding. I was, I mean, Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, Kai Green, like all these dudes. That's all I was watching. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I didn't last long um, in the sport is because I put myself in it. That's all I did. You know, eat, sleep, watch bodybuilding. And I just focused on myself. You know, I had a girlfriend at the time that's now my wife. And she stuck with me through the whole thing because it's a very selfish sport oh yeah you know and um but what draws you to those guys what draws you to cali muscle and what draws you to ronnie coleman is it their personality or like do you like the way their body looks or yeah first I, when, when i seen the way that uh ronnie coleman was built i was just like he's different like i mean everybody said it he's he's different though mm-hmm. his body his, his physique is just it's nasty, but it's, it's I like it. And I also I'm in love with Ronnie Coleman's work ethic. Mm. He wants to be the best. What? He's determined to be the best. He's gonna be the best. I love people like that because I'm not a cocky person, but I'm confident and I I'm gonna be the best. I want to be the best. And I, Ronnie Coleman just has that attitude all the time. Yeah. Work Yeah, I mean he's he was a different he was a different kind of person or human you know he still is you know he's still trying after as many surgeries he had like he's still trying to train the way he used to and people were just like yeah and people were just like no you can't do that you can't do this you're too old all that kind of stuff but i love the i love his little catchphrases like ain't nothing but a peanut or like yeah buddy you know what i mean i say it every time i work out now I'll be like, if I'm with, with the boys and we're like going hard, I look at the way, yeah, ain't nothing but a peanut. I try to do it in his little voice too. Yeah, buddy. I, I love it. Man. He's real. Yeah, I use, uh, I use lightweight a lot. Lightweight, baby. I, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, are you a big like motivational person to like, what gets you going? You know, do you wake up every morning just like already motivated or do you have to get it going? I mean, honestly, I wake up motivated. I go to sleep motivated. And simply because um, I have a two-year-old daughter mm. and I'm only 20. So I know that every day I have to be taking a step to make my life better so that she can live the best life, you know? Yeah. And a lot, a guy that I like to watch a lot, I don't know if you know him, Eric Thomas. Mm-hmm. He's a big motivational. Yep. I watch one of his videos every morning. Just finished watching one of his videos before I got on the phone. 
Like, he's great. I'm big into motivation. Someday might become a motivational speaker. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, man. Sometimes I try, you know, I watch that stuff all the time. Uh, and when I talk to people, I tend to go off on tangents and rants because I'm so passionate about like, hey, like do something that you love to do. You know, quit just clocking into this nine to five and complaining about life. You know what I mean? I know you got to pay debt. I know you got to pay bills, but there's so much more to life than that. And that's what I tell myself. A lot of people look at me and they're like, why don't you get a job at like McDonald's? Or why don't you just go to Burger King? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Because mm-hmm. I know there's people that worry that that's fine. You make your money the way you want to make your money. Mm-hmm. But I was raised, if you wake up and you're dreading going to work and you feel bad about going to work, you don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. If you don't wake up excited about where you're, what you're about to do, don't do it. And I, I stand on that. If I'm not excited about doing it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like, like every day you're never, you're not really going to be excited about it every day, but it's just like, for me, I, I run an online business and then I also do this while balancing that with a nine to five kind of job. You know what I mean? Because I use that as uh income to bring in for these two things that I do, you know? So I see that. Yeah. So I see that as my side. And these two things as my main. You you know, like like I said, you know what you love and what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like you just said, and your two main things are your podcast and your online business. Mm-hmm. And you take care of business, doing what you want with your main job. My main focus is trying to be bigger on social media and trying to be the best athlete I can be. That's what I'm going to focus on. So do you do you surround yourself with people like like-minded people that think the same as you? I, I, I absolutely try to. If you don't have the mindset that you want to be the best, you want to work hard, and you just want to be different from everybody else, I can't be around you. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying there's a problem with it, but I'm not a mediocre person. I don't want to be like nobody else. And if you if you're okay with what you if you're okay with doing the same thing you've been doing for the past years and doing the same thing everybody else is doing. I don't have a problem with you, but we can't hang around each other because that's just negative, bad energy on me. I need that positive energy, that motivation, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I don't hang out with too many people because I'm busy focusing on myself. You know, I'm like, yo, if you want to hang out with me or something, like, come over to my house and... (laughs) You know where I'm at. Come to the gym with me. uh, Right, do that. You know, it's just... I mean, a lot of my friends probably got mad and just never stopped and just stopped talking to me. But it's just like, I don't care. I'm trying. I'm on this trajectory, man. I'm just, I'm going straight and I'm not looking behind me. I'm not looking next to me. And if you want to be a part of that, like grab on because I'm going for the stars or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, man. Uh, like I said, I used to live in Columbia, South Carolina. I was close with... Uh, good bit of people that I chill with and that we that I just hung out with outside of the gym. And after a while I ended up moving to Greenville to cheer at Rockstar cheer where I am now. And I kinda I didn't really like cut people off, but I was just noticing a lot of people were, like I said, okay with doing the same stuff they had been doing yeah. the whole time that I 
and I'm trying to move on to something bigger. I'm trying to be better at what I do. And you, you want me to come back and stay there and get held up, sitting around doing the same stuff we've done every day. I can't do it. And a lot of them got mad at me. And to, to this day, they, they still like call me fake or don't talk to me and stuff. And I mean, that's fine. That's fine. I'll accept that. But at the end of the day, I promise you, I'm going to be great one day. Yeah. I mean, I've always felt that for myself too. Like I felt like there's more, um, ever since I was little, you know, there's more to me than what I've been doing. You know, I don't know if it's this stuff, but how you do, how do you know if you don't try? You know what I mean? If you don't get out and go do something else, if you don't get out and go do something different, how do you really and truly know what your goal is or what your future could be? Yeah. I, do I don't you, get it. Um, do you get a lot of, like when you're coaching, do you get a lot of like male uh, cheerleaders that want to be the best or they're just doing it just to see girls or something? Um, <laughs> the crazy thing is a lot of guys that get into it, yeah, like you said, just to see the girl. But one, the main thing, this is why I love what I do so much and I have such a passion for coaching because there's a lot of young guys around here today and they see athletes like me in this industry in their life. Dang, like I want to do that one day, but everybody's going to call me big. Everybody's going to da 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 And I can be there to let them know, you know what, bro? It's, it's not what it is. You just do you. You just do you no matter what. Yeah. And you, you but yeah, there's a lot of them that can get into it for the girls, but most of them, they get into it because like they see athletes like me and my friends and they're like, dang, I want to be that one day. I want to do that. Yeah, I think it's just crazy just to be able to do the flips and stuff. People underestimate that stuff. Now, I used to underestimate it. It's not as easy as it looks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like people that do that stuff like you, um, you make it look too easy. I think that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> way too easy. <laughs> I said that I say that every day about like my friends that are better than me. I look at them like, bro, how y'all make it look so easy? I'm trying so hard, and y'all are just like, it was there. But a lot of people, they, um, they're just different in the sport. A lot of people could pick it up and go with it and run with it right then. A lot of people, it takes years to kind of get it. It just depends on what type of athlete you are. If you're coachable, if you are determined, you know? Yeah. Have you ever gotten any uh, hate or anything? Because you're a guy in cheerleading? Oh, yeah. Every day. Really? People, and I mean, and a lot of times in the true world, people don't see it and they don't understand it. But coming from a straight guy, some straight guys could get targeted for being straight in the true world. Mm. You know? They won't, like, directly come at you, but you, you can see the slick shots that they're throwing at you and the way they, they treat you compared to everybody else, you know? But it is what it is. Uh, at the end of the day, I'm just going to keep doing me. You can't stop my hustle. And that's a weird thing, too, because, you know, you hear about, uh, you know, gay people being persecuted for certain things, but then they come along and do the same thing to a straight guy in their sport. You know what <laughs> I mean? Um, Because I was thinking, like, so say, like, you were at your practice and you were wearing, like, the active faith shirt, you would see, like, other Christians like look at you and be like, oh, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people would do that. 
Yeah, bro, a crazy story. Um, since I, I just thought about it, I should have said this earlier. Um, we were at this big cheer competition, cheer sport, in Atlanta, Georgia, one of the biggest competitions of all year. And there was this one guy that was like apparently big Christian. He literally stood outside the comp and protested against children. Like he was like, if you call yourself a Christian, God's not happy about this. You're wearing these little skirts. And he was like calling the girls like boys and stuff. And I'm like, bro, you call yourself a Christian and you're over here judging us like this? Like I legit walked up to him and said something to him. It was crazy. But like, yeah, we have to get stuff like that every day. And yeah. like I said, I feel like if you're a Christian, you wouldn't just judge me for what I do. You'd look at it and be like, okay, that's something that's what they love to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's my that's my thing too. Is just like so many Christians want to like it's the reason why I don't even like to label myself as anything. I just tell people um, I have a strong faith and I have a relationship with Christ. You know, I don't call myself a Christian because just I don't want to put myself in that bubble with all of them because then it's harder for me to talk to people about it. You know, uh, but it's something they got to stop doing is just telling us what telling people what God hates and God doesn't like. And I'm like, how do you know? That's what I'm saying. I was like, did you read the Bible on who he hung out with, who he surrounded himself with? Like, obviously you didn't because you have no idea. He doesn't hate anyone. Nobody and they don't understand that. Like you said, if you were a true Christian, like you say, like they say they were, mm-hmm. you would know that because they read it. But obviously, they didn't read that. Yeah, man. I don't like, like people. I just let people say what they want to say, do what they want to do. Because at the end of the day, I know God loves me and I love Him, and no matter whether I do something wrong or not, He's gonna forgive and forget. Yeah, it's all you can do and just focus on what you want to be good at, what you want to be the best at, and just worry about that, you know? So talk a little bit more about, um, like, your beginning. You know, so, yeah, so your friends showed you, um, and then you joined, like, a cheer gym after that? Yeah, so, like I said, they took me to this gym. They were like, you know, to start flipping. But, I mean... And they were a competitive all-star gym, but they weren't anything, like, big, extreme, like what I do today. They were, like, one of those small, you know, Tammy Bourne type thing. And, I mean, I was fine with it, but I, I got into it. She uh, asked me to come back. I went back, and uh, she started working with me on different skills, like, trying to help me with different skills. But, like, I'm coachable, but with stuff like that, I don't like to be touched. It scares me even more. So I was always, like, don't touch me. Just let me throw it. Don't try to spot me. I'll, I'll learn it on my own. I'll go with it that way. And I stayed into it strong, bro. Like, even for a little while, I got hate. I, did, I, I got picked on at school a lot. Got bullied a lot, even by my football coach. He would uh make smart comments like, uh, aren't you late for cheering stuff? Or don't you got cheer today? Or, or you want to be the cheerleader today? You, you want to go put on the skirt with the girls? Stuff like that. And I'll never forget, I was at a baseball game when I first had first started. And uh, I was standing on first, getting, uh, I had just bunted, and I was standing on first. And this guy in the dugout, I had competed against his sister before. So he takes it upon himself to yell out, yo, 12, 
Aren't you late for chair practice? And it's like, that pissed off me. Just dumb stuff like that. Uh, I was bullied a lot when I first got into it. But after a while, as I slowly got better at the sport and I got people started seeing my success in the sport. Like I said, I used, I grew uh, when I got into it, I started off watching Jack Bailey Payne on YouTube. Mm-hmm. All these famous tumblers on YouTube. And now I'm hanging with these famous tumblers, you know? Like these are my homeboys, these are my boys. So people started to see that after a while and they're like, oh shoot. They started to kind of die down with the whole picking on me thing. A lot of my friends from back home, like our football and stuff, noticed a lot of the girls are around and they started to like fall back on the whole bullying and picking on me thing. And then once I moved to South Carolina, that's when it was like, now I'm a superstar in my my hometown. But yeah, that's how it happens, right? You know, once once you start to succeed, then that shuts them up. Oh yeah, most definitely. And I, and that's what I told myself. I said, you know what? I'm not gonna argue with anybody. I'm not gonna fight with them anymore. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm gonna prove them wrong with my success. And that's what I have done so far. And I'm not done yet. Not even nowhere near done yet. I got a lot more to get to show you. Big so, things coming. So what do you so what do you got coming? Like what kind of um competitions you got coming up? What kind of stuff you got going on? Well, um actually in about an hour, hour and a half, maybe, maybe even longer. I'm going to be getting ready to head to Tennessee and I have to uh, do an exhibition in Tennessee tomorrow night. Then I have to drive back tomorrow night and get up Sunday morning for practice. And we have practice, 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 practice until like May the 8th. We leave to go to Orlando. That's where the world's championships is. That's our last comp for the season. Is that like the, the nationals or something like that? Is that the biggest one? Biggest one, like it used to be aired on ESPN, dude. Okay, why isn't it aired on ESPN anymore? I don't know. I, I think they, I think they still do it every now and then, but I don't think they do it as much as they used to. And I honestly don't know. I wish it was still on there because I mean, it needs to. People need to see this sport. Man. Do you guys have to like wear masks and stuff when you're out there? Um, at first, when uh, the season first started back. Because last season, they cut the season short. They were like, we're not having a world. We're not having anything. We can't do it with COVID. But okay, that's fine. So as we started back this season, they started a policy where, like, you have to wear a mask around, like, the convention center. But as you when you're on the floor, you're fine. Okay. So, like, for instance, if I'm in warm-ups, for instance, if I'm in warm-ups, if I go on the tumbling track and I do my tumbling passes and we finish warming up and now we're about to walk to, like, a floor that's right next to it, we have to put our mask on, walk to that floor again, take it off. And then we have to wear our mask all the way until we get to the stage. Once we get to the stage, we can take it off, go on the stage, compete, come off, put it right back on. Yeah, it's a hassle. But a lot of yeah, a lot of jumps compete with the mask on. I don't know how to do that. I would not be able to. I wouldn't be able to breathe. Well, it's like high schools around here have to wear uh, like football. I was watching my old high school uh, play football, and they have to wear masks under their face mask. Their helmet. I, I would never, I'd never be able to do that. I just feel like it's too much like going on right there. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're strict with this whole mask thing. Yeah. You have to like, even in the gym sometimes for practice, because some of our competitions are virtual. Like we have to record them, send them in. Like we didn't even, we didn't even go to the convention for this year. 
and they're strict about that. They won't even allow us to have people in the video. And like if we're in the gym, we're not allowed to have people in there watching us for the video. If they get seen in the video, we get in trouble. Mm. All coaches have to be wearing a mask at all times when we're in the gym. It's just Man, that's crazy. How much do you uh, travel for this? For this, what you're doing right now? A lot. I um, I honestly never was able to travel until I started to. Like as a kid, like my family, we went. The furthest I had from my hometown was Mississippi to visit my stepfather's dad. But other than that, I never really grew up in a childhood where we like did vacations and did all that travel and stuff. I was never able finance wise so once i got in the chair it was like boom i've been like so many different places i've never been before and i'm traveling like almost every weekend or every other weekend hmm. a lot of traveling movies. i love it though i love to see different things and new stuff that i've never seen before oh yeah that's got to be i mean that's that comes with the territory you know that comes with uh competing in different places and getting to, you get to go and travel meet different people you know and that's how you get exposure and that's how you get you know your social media bigger when you actually meet physical people exactly bro. And, I, and from that i've made so many friends and my social media has slowly started to grow tremendous it's not where i wanted to be but it's slowly growing simply like you said because i get to go out and i get to meet people and people get to see me for what i do like firsthand you know and they're like okay i, I like this guy Let's follow him. I want to. I want to keep up with him because they get to see me firsthand, not just what somebody has told them or like a video that they swiped the past that they can think, "Oh, he just edited that." Right, you know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's not a lot. But uh, so we'll wrap it up with this. What uh kind of advice would you give someone that wants to be in your shoes, that wants to do the same thing, and uh really wants to make it and cheer and be the best, what advice would you give them? The advice I would give them is, one, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do something. Because I was told multiple times I'd never be where I am today. And I I can say I'm one of the best champions in the world. Two, always go hard. Like, don't always 110, even 120. Never ever give up. Always go hard. Stay focused. Always stay focused. That's the main thing with this. If you don't stay focused, you can you can get off track easily, and it won't go as well. And just grind, bro. Grind, 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 grind. Get off your ass and grind. Be the best you you can be. And don't let anybody ever change that. Right, and it's. Does it matter like which gym you train at? Does it matter about which team you're on at all? Uh, it can like because there are like bigger gyms where they have, they have like better coaching and stuff like that, of course. But in my eyes, I don't care where I am. Mm. If you have the, the the right mindset and the right work ethic, you can be the best you want to be, no matter who's coaching. Like I said, I grew up. I taught myself most of my skills. I didn't have the best coach. I just had the right mindset. It's all about your mindset, man. It's a mind thing. It's, it's never really the coaching that stuff. Right, 100%. And I agree with you, man. You but know. At the end of the day, all the coaches can do is tell you what to do. 
show you what they can't do it for you. It's all up to you, man. Yeah, man. I even have a a, a, a canvas poster in my studio right across from me, and it says "Mindset is everything." And it has a little cat looking down at a puddle, and it's a lion. Yeah. I like the whole lion thing. I, I call my people lion. Gotta yeah. lion. There you go. Well, dude, I keep hope. I hope that you just keep doing what you're doing and just get better. And I hope to see your social media grow because I'm gonna keep following you, man. We've been sharing your stuff and tell everybody to get at you, dude. I hope we can stay in contact a little bit, you know. Maybe end up meeting up one day, work out or something. There you go, man. 100%. I'm down. Yeah, it's good to happen, man, for real. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. But, all right, man. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, keep doing your thing. Man, I appreciate you having the same to me, but good luck in the future, man. All right, man. Take it easy. Thank you.